You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. And welcome back, ladies, gents, nerds, geeks, whoever else watches this show. <laughs> it's Horseplay Live. What's up, guys? Obi-Wan X2 here with a, uh, we're going to start off, we're going to do a little bit different. Obi-Wan X2 here with, of course, my man, the one and only Yogi Zilla, and a guest. Yogi, what's up, dude? How you doing? Oh, hello. Hello. How are you? Get quiet uh, no, not me. <laughs> he muted himself. Oh yeah, yeah. He's probably uh doing things. He'll be ready. He'll be ready when we're ready to call upon him like a Pokemon. Mm. Right. Hmm. Anyway, but guys, this is Horseplay Live. Today is Thursday, January twenty-eight. Uh, it's episode one 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 triple ones. Mm-hmm. Episode one eleven, and it's titled. Beyond graphics, video games that <laughs> innovate and impact. Yes. That's the theme we're tentatively sticking with. Hopefully. <laughs> I know she's being really vocal tonight. No, no, I'm 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 with with Fifi over there just listening in and everything, I'm using the other headphones so it just sounds different. <clears throat> Does it? But no, that it was peaking really, really bad. Like I had to move the, the 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 things off my ears totally because they were hurting. It might be because of the headphones. The headphones may not have a good frequency response. Probably. Well, no, it peaks. It peaks, peaks pretty much every week. You never say anything. Why you always wait till the door in the show? Hey, dude. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like it is. <laughs> Whenever I say it, it is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Well, now if I say it. Too many times, you cry about it and do all this other crap. So, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be too needy. <laughs> Dude, come on, get a thing here. You should, Yogi. It's our time. But welcome, but welcome, guys. BFT, <laughs> how you doing, man? Welcome again. Thank you. That's SG. Um, of course. Uh, the 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 what? SG is he back? Yes, I was just going to introduce him. 
But with us today, our guest, like we said earlier, um, is the man himself from the R9 cast. And I have to look down, and I actually wrote it down because I just asked him. I was like, dude, I hate to be rude. What one? Which which show are you from again? And he's like, "Oh my God, you're rude." Sorry, but from the R9 cast, SG. What's up, man? Hey guys, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> how yeah, you? Obi has bad memory. Yeah, so. yeah. I I see that. It's, it's all good though. It's all good. Sometimes we have a lot of stuff going on, and you sit down. And you just like ah, so I, I I get like that just about every day. Word, I mean, I tell people honestly, there's only uh, like a handful of shows I listen to on a regular basis, and I can say that full confidence. You know, B Team's one of them, R Nine Cast, pretty much a lot of the shows on uh, on all games, but I don't listen to any of like the stuff that everyone else does, like uh, the Ro- the Seth Rogen experience or whatever. Yeah, listen every now. The Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. That's it. Seth Rogen, a whole different person. Yeah, yeah, Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan experience. I'm like, I listen every now and then, but like the mainstream stuff. They all, all, all the mainstream podcasts say the same things. I like people to provide fresh perspectives, and you know, right. part of the inspiration for tonight's show is USG. That's why I figured you had to be on the show because you had a rant recently about the, the direction of the industry, the gaming industry. You're gonna like, <laughs> you're gonna like what we have to talk about, man. Oh, okay, cool. I don't remember the rant, but yeah. <laughs> He's like, so I'm not the only one with memory problems. No, I'm there with you. Uh, he just, he just, you know, he doesn't plan it. He just speaks from the heart, and then it goes to places, special places. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah, no, well, not the no-no places, just good places. What's, what's wrong I with the no-no? I you the no-no place. <laughs> uh, no-no place is a nice place to visit occasionally. Kind of want to put my... Fifi went to bed, and I kind of want to put my other headphones in, but I'm worried about it's going to jack up all my sound. So, like, <laughs> I don't want to do it oh, at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to keep it as constant as possible. Morg is in the house. Morgana Freya. What up? But, uh, Obi, what do we have tonight on the show? Guys, tonight on the show, we have news for consoles and PCs alike. Um, plus a few deals for cheap bastards because, you know, the epitome of cheap bastards right here and over there. We'll be revisiting some tech talk looking at fads, trends, and what needs to change to push the gaming industry and technology forward in the ways it really need it, it the ways it really matters. Because they are pushing them right now. They're we're to, we'll talk about it later, but you know, we need to, you know, try to urge them in the direction that they need to go. Because not, you know, they're not all geniuses. Anyway, we're gonna also discuss video game. We're also going to discuss video games that have impacted us, that uh, what we can learn from them as gamers and game developers alike. So, um, And I know we're probably going to end up talking about something totally different that I haven't said here, but let's just go with it. So, <laughs> Word. And I, I changed the format up on you this week, Obi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You did. But um, see, I'm supposed to do this whole thing. You know, and then introduce you. But I like introducing you in the beginning because I'll say I like before I introduce you, I do it all the time. I'll be talking to you, but I haven't introduced you. Like I haven't brought you into the show yet, and it's like it's kind of a cat. I'll just get you in right in the beginning. So, um, yeah, I feel you. 
Right. But uh, but we we do want to say what's up to all our you know everybody that's either listening to the podcast, uh, listening on all, all games. Hey, if you're here and you hear me, I'm gonna I'm gonna test you guys next week with that. Um, whoever can come back and and um tell me exactly what time it was. Um, and we're not with the clock. Uh, <laughs> see who's there next week, and Beck is gonna say, "Hey, what's up, guys?" In all games, but um, and then um, of course, chat and everybody that just loves us. We really appreciate it. Word. So, what Yogi? What have you been up to, man? Well, I wanted to say at the top of the show that I still got that copy of Dungeon of the Endless, the game I keep talking about. I'm gonna keep talking about it. I'm gonna put a little earworm up in your head. <sighs> And whoever wants that copy, like whoever looks at it and finds it interesting and will want to play with me, all right, it's yours. Let me look at it again. Just hit me up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you guys can fuck off. I want to see this for a second. Let me <laughs> let me look at it. Let me look at it again. And if that's the case, I'll give you a copy. I will 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 do a copy of Rocket League at some random point in this weekend. We're gonna just give away a copy of Rocket League. The one thing I need you guys to do is watch Geeky Antics Twitter. Okay, watch the Twitters from Geeky Antics and myself, and of course Yogi, if he retweets it. But watch the tweet Twitters from there, guys. We're just going to give a copy away to the gang. Got to be a part of the gang, too. There you go. <laughs> but I'll look at this, and you can... Good incentive. That's a, You know, you got to join the gang. And, when, and, and whoever I pick, or whoever gets it, is going to be, you know, we'll, we'll give you fine rules and stuff, and and I'll 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 hash them out by the end of the show and let you guys know again. But whoever's going to get it, just sometime this weekend, I'll give a copy of it away. But I want to see that game first, don't? Uh, Dungeon. Dungeon of the Endless. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and talk for a few minutes so I can actually look <laughs> at this stupid game. You're gonna anal- analyze it a little bit. I am, just because, like, man, do I really want it? I mean, you know, like I keep saying, like I, I, I keep kind of sounding off on it, like you know, I'm kind of like a, a ambassador for the game, but it oh, is, is that what you are? It is an acquired taste. I, I, I could, I could be honest with myself and realize that it's not going to be everybody's kind of game. That said, it's, it, 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 I, it's super fun. I mean, it's just a unique. I mean, it would be it would be one of those games to where we like, all right, guys, gang night, let's play Dungeon of the Endless, you know, and then go through as a big group. But if you want to play it and go through it, me and you or something like that, let's do it. Can yeah. I use a controller? Um, I think it has. I it's not really. It's, it's better with keyboard and mouse, to be honest. Okay. Because it's more in terms of the controls, it's more of a of the RTS in that aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll play it. I'm watching a few of these, and it's a side-scrolling dungeon game, especially if we can get in with actual other people, like you know, like Full Metal Rampage or Full Mojo Rampage when we played that, and I still play that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can have up to four players in it in the Dungeon of the Endless. So there's a lot. There's a lot of game there, and there's a lot of looting. You can unlock characters. Level them up. Okay, send it to me and I'll start downloading it and we'll play it after the stream tonight. I'll, I'll let you sleep on it first. No, I'll play it. You sure? Mm-hmm. If I give it to you and you don't play it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fart in your general direction. 
Well, and and I mean, and, and like I said this weekend, you you pick out a tweet or you know whatever, and we'll give it to that person, and you can give that away somehow or well, figure up. Yeah, I still got a copy of that. Word. I'll give that up this weekend. SG, what you been up to? Trying to hide. I see you. I'm just chilling over here. Y'all talking. Sexy ass voice. Hey man, you know I'm just chilling over here. Um. Uh, uh, I don't play PC games that much because my, my, I use my PC to make it a beats and then I go and play on the console. Sorry. You, so I, you heard, make it a beats? I heard SG is looking to get into the PC gaming because he thinks that's the future. It is. It is kinda. the future, dude. Oh, it's, so the, you, it's, it's you, the now and the future, but yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. You make beats? Yeah, I do that. I do that. <laughs> I, we might have to talk. Yeah, I, I I got some stuff to to pimp, but that's later. All right, I'm I'm gonna recap for everybody that's been listening along all the, the whole time and paying attention to the show. SG has composed music on a game that we've been p- pimping out called Fire with Fire. He made Ooh. the whole the whole OST on there. Ooh. He also made his own original compositions on his show on Nightcast. He's got some stuff up on the YouTube, some some songs, and you even do some vi- video editing too, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I shoot and edit and all that stuff, photography, yeah, everything. He, dude, everything. and he and he draws. Yeah, I can do that too. He does the draw streams yeah. on Twitch. That's that's where Yogi, it started. Yogi, Yogi, I don't like you. You want <laughs> are not? Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> of course, we're all friends here. Come on. It's funny though, because when I went to your YouTube channel the first time we first met, while back, way back when, mm-hmm. it was with Reservoir Nine, and I looked at it and it had nothing to do with video games or anything. I was like, "What is this?" It was like one video was like a sad, it was, it was like a montage of sad dogs walking <laughs> through the street, and then another one was like wedding photos, like wedding uh-huh, video uh-huh, with like uh-huh, uh-huh. sad music in the back. I'm like, man, all these videos are sad. I uh-huh, see a, th- uh-huh. a theme here. <laughs> so you specialize in emo videos. Yeah, well, you know, people having weddings and and walking their dogs. It's all emotions, I guess. I don't know. All, all the feels. Weddings yeah. and walking dogs is emotional. Yes, exactly. That's, yeah. The epitome. I'm sorry. Of- when I walk my dog, I do not cry. When I'm at weddings, I do not get emotional either. So, like, it's totally wrong. Well, not well, not you, but you know the people who are paying for it. Of course, they're they're sad. They <laughs> have money. Oh, okay. o- Obi was stoic during his wedding. <laughs> he was neither sad nor happy. He was like, "Cool, I'm married." What the fuck <laughs> am I doing? What the hell am I doing? <laughs> Run while I still can. Oh, oh shit! You got a kid. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. Let's go through the spiel, Obi. Let's do the spiel. The spiel? The spiel? The yeah, spiel. Yeah, yeah. spiel. Yeah, the spiel. By the way, guys, if you're new to the show, welcome to our silly party. Woo. Really? <laughs> Horseplay Live is every... Horseplay Live is where geeks come to play, and we get in trouble. I'm not going to say we might what we do all the time. We just do it, yeah. But anyway, we're the flagship talk radio show for Geeky Addicts Network in collaboration with AllGames.com. Our show covers the aspect of geek culture with a special focus on indie and strategy games. 
technologies, rants, issues that geeks face, and of course the community events we try to put on or be a part of ourselves. Did I mention we rant all the time? Like in, in the show notes, you guys, yeah, and I've said it before, if you were to read this and look at the, what the words are, the rants are underlined. Like, we rant. Yes. And sometimes they get fun. Sometimes sometimes we get lost. That's all, that's, that's all I can say. Uh, sometimes we even talk about uh, tabletop and retro gaming and all the time food. Food Wait. is good. Yes. I don't know why we talk about food, but we just do. I mean, what's, what goes better than with gaming than food? Duh. Yeah, and, uh, I, I searched some podcast directories and some people submitted us under the culinary category. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Thanks, bro. <laughs> we thank BFT for the bag of burgers. Cooking crap with Obi, Yobi. With Yobi, yes. We're no longer two separate people. We're one entity. Shared yes, consciousness. We're, we're, we're the high Yobi. mind of podcasts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's 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 Yobi or Ogi. I don't. I think it's Yobi is better. Yobi or or Ogi? Yeah. Yeah, Yobi. Yeah, Yobi sounds better. Which one do you like better, SG? Yo Yo Bogi. Yo Bogi. Yeah, Yo Bogi. Yeah, it's yeah, them both together. <laughs> so yeah, BFG, he he had burgers earlier earlier with fires. He's eating his burgers with fires. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> now he's yeah, you beer. could probably like burn your throat or something. He just, mean, really? He just uh, Chernobyl's them a little bit. Gives that that he's like, oh, they're Cajun, so you gotta he, blacken them a little bit. He does the pelican thing and puts it all in his mouth and, <laughs> and just shakes it down. Dude, that what? would be convenient. Like, be like, a dude, I was watching, I was watching the video, and you could probably see it. I was watching the videos on Geeky Antics, and and I was watching a video of a pelican trying to eat a dove. Or, or, you know, a bird. And it was trying to get it down, and it would go halfway down, and the bird would freaking freak out, and it would come back up. And A lot of porn videos start that way. I know. SG, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, you know we're, we're a late-night show, so we get a little raunchy. I hope your wife will oh, forgive us. Oh, really? That's why Bridget is not here. She, <laughs> well, if she, if she, she, would get if she was here, we'd tone it down a lot. No, no, we wouldn't. <laughs> she would you. leave. She'd just leave. She'd like, okay, I can't, I can't, you guys. Oh, right, I'm good night. I'm like, okay, bye, see you later. Aww. Anyway. I love Baguette. Baguette. Baguette's the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you mm-hmm. told me if we're a late night show, I can act however I want. If I gotta settle down just for, a, no offense, a, ch- a chick. Come on. How dare you? Is she, is she even a gamer? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a, that's a, that was funny. She's a gamer and heard Bridget same sentence. Nah. Exactly. So why do I gotta be nice? I'm yeah. Exactly. Kidding. I mean, I kind of have to be kind of. Yeah, you're, I, you gotta sleep next to her. Yeah, I signed paperwork. You wind up with a fucking laner of Bobbitt's episode. Nah, I did move. Don't say that. That's bad. Don't move. <sighs> she did. She. Uh, I said this on our show, and I always, I always tease her about it, but she did, uh, have one of those, uh, uh, wake up from a nightmare dream and attack me episode. 
you ever had that happen <laughs> to you guys? Yeah. yeah. That happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, she I've, ninja. I've been on the giving end of that. Ah. Mm. Well, I received it. It wasn't mm. fun. Not married to her anymore? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's different. What, wait, oh, so you're saying I could have gotten out at that point? Yes. Mm. Gosh darn it. Oh, well. But... Like my grandmother always says, women are, or men are just dumb. They just don't know it yet. Mm. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I feel like it does. Everybody, though. It does make sense. Most people that are dumb just assume that everyone else around them is dumb. <laughs> uh, so, you know, folks, we are live and uncut. Does that mean I'm going to be smart if I think you're smart? Sure. We'll go with that. That ain't going to happen. You know, it's a, we're a late night show. We, you know, we are primarily gaming, but we talk about all aspects of geek culture. You know, I don't know if we drove that home yet. But, it, you know, since we're a late night show, we just let it flow. We let our guests do what they want. Something they come out on the show with no pants on. That's cool, too. Maybe not show that on video because Twitch. But <laughs> crazy things may happen. They, they will happen. We may say something offensive. We don't mean to offend. We're just having fun. But keep an open mind and have fun. Have fun with us. You know, party if we with do us. offend, if we do offend you, just get the fuck over it. Sorry. And oh. and BFT, fuck two K fifteen. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, me and Fatal, we uh we actually tried. Hey Deckard, what's up? We actually tried to get on there and play online. It is so freaking laggy. I mean, if you want to play it solo player, the story mode's pretty good. It's a little short. Um, but if you're gonna do that, just save your money for two K sixteen. Twelve forty nine is a good price one. though. How much is 2K16 going for? WWE. 40? At 20, I pulled a trigger. At 40, I'm like, eh. That's just me. I'm cheap. But see, this is a a game that myself and Fatal are going to get to where we can actually play and it it be in the background of the podcast. Mm. So then we're technically talking about video games, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I see what you're doing there. A lot of people doing that rolling video game footage in the background while they just talk about random stuff. Mm-hmm. That works. Loophole. <laughs> it's a loophole right oh. there. Anywho, that was my spiel. But Obi, why don't you tell folks where they can uh, usually catch us? Going straight to he- Oh, wait. What? That's not the right way. <laughs> not like that. Um, <laughs> guys, don't forget Horseplay Live replay is, of course, on Thursdays at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific. Switch channels, Geeky Antics, and Yogizilla. Horseplay, and well, that's the live actually. That's the live show. My bad. Horseplay live show is at 11 p.m. 8 p.m. Pacific on Geeky <laughs> Antics and Yogizilla. Hey, the I'm, replay. Hey, glad, glad to have you on the show, man. Shut up. The replay <laughs> is available earlier in the day, about 5 p.m. on allgames.com. And you know what? I do have one now. You just gave me one. I just give you a, a old You know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? People that are impatient as fuck. Really? It, this is this is, has to do with the road thing too. I've been I've been watching a lot of videos and stuff like that with like road rage and seeing what people do and and not purposely pissing people off, but going forty five and a fifty or you know being safe because it's snowing outside. I mean, you know, I don't want to slip on ice, right? Well, pissing them off the, to the point where they 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 have such bad road rage 
to where they want to follow me into the gas station. And meanwhile, my right hand is in my pocket with my, you know, my knife, not knowing that if they come up behind me, I'm probably going to tickle the some bitch. Impatience. Guys, girls, whoever else is listening, grandma, patience is a virtue. You all need to learn it, including you, Yogi Zilla. I am I uh, impatient? That's what grinds my gears. Okay. (laughs) 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 How do you even respond to that? I, I don't even know. You have well, I kind of, I kind of jumped the gun a little. Bit. Uh, crocodile knife Dundee. in your freaking crocodile Dundee over there. You call it's that not, a knife? It's not a crocodile Dundee. It's a freaking fold knife. Come on, I just it just saw, happens to have a. Uh, I just saw a tip. It, it's I. <laughs> it just happens to have <laughs> a um, a glass breaker on the end. I call uh, it a knot head. You put that in somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Put a big hole. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's dangerous. Hey. Don't fucking stuff. come up on me. Anybody sees me in the parking lot and you you recognize me, don't run up on me. Just yell from the opposite side of the parking lot. Hey, OB, can I come over? Yeah, then I'll then I'll say something to you. But don't you know come running up on me like that. What? I just realized no. your last few OB on the podies have all been traffic-related? Driving-related, driving yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I take it that, like me, you hate the road because people are idiots. Oh, I love driving, dude. Just to I see how it. many people I can piss off, dude. <laughs> I hate it because people are idiots, you know? It would be great if people weren't idiots, but, like, there's always that one person that has terrible time management skills. They should give themselves, you know, half hour to 45 minutes to get to work, but they're trying to get there in 10. And then, you know, of course, that's a bad plan. <laughs> well, it's, 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 not, it's not seen because... I mean, I'm going to push it eventually one day, and I'm going to get shot. But, um, like, it's it's not trying to just really piss these people off. But let's just, like, it's like do old people things. Everything that I'm doing, like I said, going 40, 45, and a 50, I'm not breaking the law. You have a fluctuation of 15 miles an hour under, you know, of the speed limit. Otherwise, you're going too slow. So if it's a 50 mile an hour, I can go 35 miles an hour and not get in trouble. Yeah. Just can't win. And people are just people are just impatient as fuck. It's funny. I enjoy it. I know when they come up on me, like, you stupid motherfucker. Dude, it's icy. A lot of them just, like, I don't yell back. Well, sometimes I do. Um, That's a different topic. <laughs> well, we got we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. So you ready to jump mm-hmm. into it? You ready, Obi? Sure. Do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly re- ready. You ready? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. You sure? I'm Batman. Are you sure you're ready? I am totally ready. Ready, ready? I'm ready, ready. See the fist? I'm ready. Ready, ready. Oh, sorry. The fist is in ready position. Uh, And now, time for the obligatory news and rants. Ding! Division Beta, guys, is out. (laughs) And it's early. And it's early on Xbox One. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. You know what? Oh, my God. I'm gonna save up. I'm gonna save up money that my wife doesn't know about, and I'm buying a fucking Xbox One. I'm tired of not. I'm tired of being out of the loop. Yay! I'm clapping for those that can't see the video. Yay! Just kidding. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and uh, the the for everyone else, 
the beta opens up on the 29th, January 29th. Actually, actually, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for somebody to say, "God damn it, Obi here," and just get me some, get me one. Someone, That's happened before a lot. Someone might barter and like trade you the Xbox One for something. Maybe uh, you know, you can have another child and trading your child for the Xbox One. That's a good trade. Obi's like, no. So anyway, for those that care about sales numbers, the latest NPDs came out. Uh, SG, why, why don't you share your, your thoughts on the latest NPDs? Because am I, am I correct in thinking that you think NPDs are overrated and people put too much stock in them? Well, yeah, because uh, they don't cover everything and uh, the landscape is changing. So everybody's buying digital. A lot of people are buying digital. Uh I am still an old school guy. I like to, I like to have, I like to buy my cartridges yeah. and, and such. <laughs> so I like the physical copy. So, uh, and, and, uh, what, what is it? They don't, do they, they don't count Walmart or did they do count Walmart? I don't even remember anymore what NBD, uh, engulfs as far as, uh, what their numbers, uh, show. But, uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't, uh, doesn't matter that much. I mean, it's part of a, it, it does show a trend, but it doesn't give you the true numbers. So they say it sold this and that and the third, but it's actually not really that. So, yeah. And it doesn't even give you the full story because, you know, people are stuck on the part that PS4 outsold the Xbox One two to one. And all those, you the know, only- Sony, the Sony fanboys are masturbating to it, you know, like, oh, yeah, I take that. It's like, that's good for you. But the attachment rates for Xbox were stronger. So. Yeah. No, no one's buying games for the system. Time out, time out, time out. The only reason PS4 outsold Xbox 2 to 1 is because competitive uh, MLG esports went to PS4. That's the only freaking reason. Next year, when actually MLG comes back to Xbox One, which it's coming. I'm sorry for all you PS4 fanboys, you. Um, it's coming back to Xbox. You'll see over the next couple of years, Xbox Ones would be sold or bought more than PS4s. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, it's going to, yeah, I think Xbox is going to catch up because, you know, it's it's oh, yeah. like a... It's you got to think about it. All the pro, every pro player and every pro team bought a PS4. Right, exactly. Because that's what they do, and they bought like four or five of them. Yeah, yeah. The market you know, is... So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut people off all the time. No, My me apologies. too. We, we we cut we cut every we cut each other off. We compliment the cutting. This is a Puerto Rican podcast. Everybody's getting cut. I can see that I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, hey. there you go. But uh, BFT says not happening because three words, Street Fighter Five. That's a kind of a niche thing. That's not like a, I, you know. But, you know, here's the thing. Regardless of what side of the console wars you're on, you know, you're, everybody's happy with their personal choice. I don't think anybody's going to really be converted at this point. But it, it's a great time to be a gamer, you know. Both the Xbox One and the PS4 sold, what was it, 46% better than, than their last-gen counterparts in the first 26 months since release? Yep. That's, yep. A good, yeah. that, that's a good stat. So it's stronger because 360 and PS3 both took time to really hit their stride, you know. So I mean, hell. Well, and I and I think too, just having the 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 extra time, if you go as long as it took for the 360 and PS3 to take off, if you give that PS4 and the Xbox One that time, 
dude, the sales are going to be through the roof. And like I said, I I think they're going to be about even. Yeah. I mean, I mean the only the, reason, again, it's the ML, it's pro players, dude. They're going where the money's at. So well, you know they're going to get the systems. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also um, still, I think the PS4 is in more markets, especially in Europe. So yeah. that, and, and they are more popular over there too. So I, I give them that. But, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's fanboyism and it's, it's kind of funny. And the, the whole, uh, Street Fighter five, uh, exclude, well, console exclusive is, uh, it's all right. But I mean, is that going to affect the actual quality of the game in any way? Or cause there's, they've, they've been mess ups on the uh, exclusivity front when it comes to certain games. It's like, Oh, it's an exclusive. Then it's like, Oh, it's broken. Why is it broken? I don't know. I don't know. Cause I think I understand the exclusive uh, rights, and it's up to the developer. Hey, I want this to be exclusively PS4, or hey, I want this to be exclusively Microsoft and PC. Fuck PS4 or whatever, because of what Microsoft and PC is doing together to, you know, combine games and let the P- the people play games together that are on different consoles or different not even or console pc yeah, yeah. i mean it's just it's yeah I, I can't wait till they can actually figure out what they're gonna do so then i can decide what i want to buy yeah i mean that's where the pc is a safe bet because yeah. unless it's a console exclusive as far as like uh, uh i was gonna say halo but that's probably gonna eventually be ported over to pc but uh, like something like Sunset Overdrive, it, you know, even that could be ported over to PC, but there's no reason not to have a PC over the consoles unless you're like, oh, I gotta, I wanna play Uncharted because that's never coming to PC or something like that, but, you know, I think PC is, is, uh, is a, is a good bet. And, and like you said, Obi, the, the cross play between console and, and PC is something that Microsoft is going, going in on with Windows 10 and all that stuff and DirectX 12 or whatever. And that's, uh, that, and that's why PS4 got so many exclusives. Right. Just because right. they're not doing that. Microsoft, instead of yes, and I think they dropped the ball because whatever I had liked Xbox to have more exclusive games, hell yes. But to, to, to do what they're doing to where if Yogi gets on a particular game, I can join him. Like, they'll have to figure out some kind of friends list type thing to where it's like a, it would be, um, you know, the, they might have to get a Steam app or, you know, something to that to that effect. You know, but I can play with him even though he's on Xbox One and I'm on PC. Yeah. You know, well, I think, I, I, uh... you know, Rocket League, I play with PS4 players all the time. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. made, I have friends that are, they're PS4 players. Yeah. I think I they, mean, it's, it's great. They probably will implement, uh, the, the, um, well, I know the Xbox app on PC has some cross functionality with the Xbox One, but I'm not too sure if you're if you can use that. Well, voice, yeah, they would have to do some uh, voice chat over both or something. Yeah, that, yeah, that, they, they can work. Well, the, they, the, they, the, they, the, they can do that. They would. It, it have to be something like Rocket League. What Rocket League is with PS4 and PC? Because um, I hear people that are running PS4, I hear their voices all the time. Yeah, I can control mine a little bit better. Because of my mic and everything, yeah. Well, that's, a lot of that's, them don't even know that there's a speaking system on there. Right, but that's that's on the actual game itself. It's not part of the the back end on the system. That's why it works. Probably, I think that's how that works. But yeah, but I will disagree about the exclusives 
because I think that Microsoft has more. Well, 2015 they definitely had more. Yeah. Cuz Sony had what two or st- well, not counting the indie games really. Yeah, those uh, are on PC too anyway. Yeah, they usually originate from uh on PC and then they just port them over, but um they had uh the d- d- <laughs> Bloodborne, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh hmm, but um, I don't I don't know what else really. I don't yeah. Maybe chat chat knows. I, don't I mean, know. honestly, for me personally, not a jab at, at Sony, but there's nothing that interests me as far as exclusives go on PS4. Yeah. You know, and I noticed, and I always say this, to me, Sony platforms have always catered more towards antisocial gamers or single-player people. No, yeah. I, I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Most of my friends that... That play on PS4, they they play by themselves. They they don't like multiplayer, or they play multiplayer very very seldomly. You know, that's their well, market. I can, I can say I can say though, there's one of our friends that we have that he's awesome as hell in what he does. Pork chop. He's going. Yeah, he plays on a PS4 though. Yeah, and he plays. That's all he plays is multiplayer games. That's he's so like he's one of the exceptions. He's probably one of the few people I can think of that. When he talks about what's hot on on PlayStation Four, he's talking about multiplayer games. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. The one yeah, thing I, talking about I would that say, dungeon crawler that nobody else wants to play, but <laughs> <laughs> stop it. No, yeah, you know, here's the thing. I, I like I will give I will give Sony uh, credit here. Where Microsoft has dropped the ball is that they haven't made it easy enough for de- the developers, especially the indie developers. They were doing the idea Xbox thing. They kind of abandoned that. I think they formally shut it down, which was a stupid move. They should have kept the, the Xbox uh, Live Arcade thing going because I know that the whole philosophy is games are games, but it was a whole different kind of ecosystem, and it was nice. You know? Wait, Weren't they... they at some point doing the arcade to where you could go 360 to Xbox One? Like you could do it inner like inner Xbox or whatever. Well, they got the backwards compatibility, but you know, think Xbox Live Arcade as we know it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, well, yeah, and yeah. That that was more of a uh, a naming uh, branding thing. It's not just but. branding though; it's usability because it was like kind of an easier way to find stuff. Like if you wanted a game that wasn't gonna like demand lots of your time, you go to Xbox Live Arcade. You know those games that were yeah. sim- a little more simple. They had the arcade kind of feel to them. Yeah. You know, I pick think, up and play kind of stuff. I think what they tried to do, though, they tried to accommodate or, or um, f- for, like, the indie developers. Because I think um, the indie developers felt a little bit like a redheaded stepchild. No offense to redheaded stepchild children out there. But, um, you know, like, it would be like, oh, we have a triple A game here. And then we get the little indie games over here that are like, you know, little, little nothing games. And I think some indie developers or smaller developers were kind of like, well, you know, we're not getting the shine that all these other games again. So they tried to blur the lines and just say, like you said, games are games. Um, but that didn't work. Um, and game, games are games, of course, but indie games are still going to be considered indie games. Uh, some are excellent and good, and they may be only six hours, but it's still worth playing. Yeah. So... You know, yeah, that whole, that whole, the whole branding messaging thing for Microsoft this generation has been, uh, a cluster F. Bridget got me not cursing. <laughs> it's alright, man. <laughs> and, uh, 
You want me to say it for you? Yes, please. A clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> ah, living vicariously <laughs> through Obi. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I mean, no problem, bro. Like, uh, like I was, I was telling uh, Yogi before we we started. Uh, I played Oxenfree, and uh, it's such it's it's an indie game, no question. But it's a game that I can't talk about without spoiling, and it's a great game, and I think everyone who can play it should play it because it's it's about six hours or so, and it's uh it's just like one of those games where it's like you know uh you can play Call of Duty or Madden or Halo or whatever Forza whatever you want to play and play them all year long and play them and play them and be addicted and play Destiny and get all your guns and your and your and your shaders and stuff, but. There are games out there that are just experiences, and that's what a lot of the indie games are experiences like Gone Home or, or, uh, Tacoma or whatever. And that's where the value lies in, in those smaller, uh, projects. Yeah. And I think they need, I, I think that Microsoft and Sony need to spotlight them more effectively. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think Microsoft needs to really make it easier, get rid of some of the barriers. Because I hear from a lot of developers that there's a lot of friction, a lot of limitations. Like, they, it, like Microsoft right now is kind of like the demanding girlfriend that doesn't want anything before her. So if anything's getting a little, if she feels like anything's getting more attention than her, like football, like, oh, you gave me that football game more attention than me. I was like, well, now nah, I'm, I'm not going to give you anything because you gave that football game more attention than me. That's about, that's about like Microsoft It's really spoiled. And it's like, no, just more content is good. Make it easier. Get rid of the friction from the process. That's that's one thing that, that does bother me. But we got to move on. We got to make it through this news, and we got some big discussions to talk about. Yeah. But uh, so you know, some new features coming to the Xbox One. The biggest one that stood out for me was uh, gifting. You could gift people Microsoft uh, monies. Can they not points anymore? Microsoft funds, whatever, you know, you can give people money for their, X, their Xbox Live so they can buy stuff on, on the marketplace. So, that's cool. Uh, they've been retooling Xbox Rewards, which has actually got me really excited because Xbox Rewards was a little skimpy. Now there's a lot more perks and opportunities to earn rewards points. And they have a thing called My Community where they give you recommendations and uh, highlight different members in the community. It's, it's really cool. It's like a nice community hub. And... Um, and it, and it it's pretty on point with when it gives you recommendations. Because for me, it recommended Star Wars Battlefront, which I already own. It's kind of funny. The Martian and Doctor Who Series Nine. I'm like, that's pretty that's pretty spot on. That's right up my alley. All that stuff. Um, we have some deals here, so let's jump right in. Uh, if you've been tracking Humble Bundle, the Fraxis Humble Bundle uh, is still up. It's got about five days as of now. If you're listening live, you're watching live, um, and it's got XCOM. It's got the expansion for XCOM, Civ, Beyond Earth, and a bunch more stuff in there. And, you know, you, you support Humble Bundle. You also get to support, you know, donate to cha- charity in the process. It's a win-win scenario. They're also adding new games, more games to the bundle. So if, if you bought it already, you get more stuff added. Or if you're buying it now, you get the extra games. Either way, you get them. Uh, they got the XCOM Classic Complete Pack and Sid Meier's uh, Starships in there. So... If you like Sid Meier's XCOM, just any of uh, like the major uh, Firaxis releases, uh, jump on it. 15 bucks or more, can't go wrong. Uh, you can choose it on how much you want to pay for it. Uh, Amazon Prime, people may not know this, but uh, now you get 20% off video game pre-orders with Amazon Prime. It's another benefit to being an Amazon Prime subscriber. 
So now Best Buy's Gamer Club Unlocked is kind of a moot point. <laughs> like, if you already have Amazon Prime, why would you pay $30 for Best Buy Gamer Club Unlocked? I don't know, it's me. Unless you really like the retail experience. Me, eh. I, 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 I like the online. I'm kind of a curmudgeon. I just want to click and be done with it. I don't want to go in lines. I don't want to talk to people. Boo. <laughs> um, and, and with the with Prime, you get the best price guarantee. So if if they have a low a, a price dip or any savings with Prime after you per- make the purchase after you place the order, you get that price honored. So that's pretty dope. Uh, GOG.com's got a uh, Evil Land two sixty percent off. It's nine nine ninety nine. Starbound is thirty three percent off at ten dollars and nine cents. And if you're feeling nostalgic, I would recommend Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind Game of the Year Edition. It's a great game that crashed a lot on, on any computer, apparently. $20, DRM free, or $19.99 to be specific. On Steam, you got I Am Bread at uh, around 5 bucks. I think it's like 4 and change. And I just got an email from the publisher on this one. They're really promoting the hell out of this. I'm on their uh, PR list. And this just let me know that they have... This is a Stardock Entertainment. They have Ashes of the Singularity on sale. 50% off if you buy a 4-pack. It's a pretty good deal. This game looks amazing. It's like uh, it's like StarCraft on steroids. It looks um, it looks beautiful. If you, so if you like real-time strategies, definitely check it out. I, I need to teach up on it myself. Um, but yeah, that's it. You know, we usually do shout-outs at this point. But I think we're going to just jump ahead. You know we have a lot to talk about. Do you guys want to say any quick shout-outs, like really quick shout-outs before we move on? SG? Obi? I like mustard. Mustard is good. I like spicy brown mustard. Or coarse brown mustard. Puppies are cute. Cuter than cats? Yes. Damn. Guys, I'm outnumbered. Can we get a cat lover in the, in the chat, on the call? Get him on the podcast. Let's go. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Well, quick shout out to uh, Horrible Gamers. They're now part of the All Games family. Uh, Sean Imes and uh, Jesus Walks a Lot. Uh, so good to have him there. I forget what the third co host is. I forget his name. Damn, I'm bad. Uh, but I got two out of three. That's good. Wow. Uh, Tangent Bound Network, when I shout, out, shout them out. Uh, this this podcast called R9Cast got this crazy cat named SG on it. Separate yeah. that out. Uh, Unified Combat League and our other sponsors. Make sure you check them out. Geeky Answers at Netflix as sponsors. Moving on. You guys ready for ah, that? Obi was ready was, for that. Damn. I was waiting for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. So, this, is, this quickie is called Future Gaming Tech and Bleeding Anuses. Why is it called Bleeding Anuses? Because... Yeah, I'd like to know. Because people get butthurt about technology. It's like... You gotta have this. You gotta have the P's. You gotta have the 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 the, the resolution. You gotta have the the 4K and the the, the V Sync and the G Sync and the Bobbity Boo. It's like, and that's one thing that makes PC gaming less appealing. It's just so elitist and not accessible by any means. You know. So what SG recently got it around about how technology and video games kind of right now have come down to gimmicks and cash grabs, especially with the whole VR stuff and 4K. I agree. We're, we're still catching up to 1080p on the consoles, and they're talking about 4K already? Stop it. Let's, let's, let's catch up first and, get, and, and I work out all the kinks before we start talking about all these new Ks and Ps. <laughs> Ks and Ps. Ks and Ps. 
So we're going to mention a few of the things, some of the trends going on, um, the paradigm shift, kind of the problem here and what we'd like to see. And we're trying to go through it as quick as possible. These are hot button topics. It's going to be tough. So all right. So for, the 4K hype train. You know, right now, this is a format that I, I would say is purely for penis comparisons. That's all it is. You got a 4K TV. It's just you're whipping it out put it on the table. Yay or nay? Can I get an amen? Flop. Uh, I, I, I will admit that they are pretty, but there's nothing, to, there's nothing to watch. There's nothing to look. There's, there's nothing. To, there's very little to watch on those things. So. Yeah. They look, they're pretty. Yeah, without content, what's the point? Yeah. I mean, the consoles are barely pulling off, pulling off 1080p now, this generation. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even... Not even, not even considering consoles. Just right, if you get a 4K TV, like how many Blu-rays are gonna buy a 4K? Yeah, where, where's the 4K section in, in in Amazon or Best Buy? You know, or where do I get those? Yeah, I don't Dude, know. you know what it reminds me of? There's not one. It reminds <laughs> me of Mini Disc. Remember Mini Disc? Uh, <laughs> yeah, who who made who made Mini Disc? Who the company that rides with Pony? I believe. Yeah, I think you might be right. They've had a few strikeouts when it comes to media. Blu-ray Blu was the first time they hit it. They well, it. yeah, that's a whole. Yeah. Well, the whole Betamax debate is that what you're gonna? Yeah. We well, no, well, yeah, but yeah, no. Blu-ray, Blu-ray is. Uh, Blu-ray took a while. They're there now, but um, Blu-ray took a while to catch up to where it needed to be. Well, but, yeah, all the bonus content and interactive features, though. Notice how they disappeared. Yeah, they did, and I'm glad. Oof, I, I put, I, I bought like Ant Man or whatever. I put it, and I was like, wow, there's like actually d deleted scenes and old stuff is on the disc. Yay! No more BD Live crap. I was so happy. Ugh. <laughs> but, uh, oh boy. So yeah, 4K. You know, hey, look. We're, no offense to anyone that's investing in 4K. There's got to be early adopters to move things forward. But if you're budget minded, wait it out. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 let these companies get rich off our, off of our stupidity and de desperation. Cause that makes yeah, it hard for everyone else. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm saying. Now you said our stupidity. You say your own, man. Yeah. What? what yeah. 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 Not stupid, bro. Well, mm -hmm. he, here's the other thing. Uh, virtual reality. Everybody's freaking going crazy about this, and I'm like, meh. I like I like the conversation people are having about it. It's a good conversation piece, but that's about it. Now augmented reality. Now that that that's something with AR. That's a place where they could actually innovate on the game mechanics and actually create new experiences, not just gimmicks. All you gotta do, is, there's an easier way of doing it. All you gotta do is just go get really really fucked up and play video games. It's alternate reality. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Cheap way to do it. The cheap, that's that's redneck that's redneck alternate reality right there. Just get really fucked up because you're gonna do it anyway. Just play video games afterwards. Rawr. It's more cost effective. Now here, here's hey, our Chief. prediction. Oh yeah, I wanna shout out uh Chief Tin Chief Tonto thirty four. He's a streamer. I recently connected with uh the gang during our community here at Geeky Antics and uh We'll probably be collaborating soon. How? <laughs> How? <laughs> How you be doing? 
BFT is like, I just want Hollow Deck. Someday it will happen. That would be cool. Man, does anybody play 2K16 NBA on PC? I don't know, but I do like the 2K games. They're better than live. Live, just, I don't know. I don't know. What I'm looking about. at, well, I'm looking at the 2K, the sales. And the, the, the NBA, it's, it's dropped down from 60 to 35. That's a pretty good price. A really good price. For 2K16? Yes, yeah. Damn good price. Alright. I just don't know if I could play it my, you know, I mean, I probably could and just do like a season and I could stream it and everything, but. The 2K5, I do. I do remember 2K5 NFL. Awesome. Yeah, the 2K sports games have just, they're way better than the EA stuff now. It's sad. But, back to what we're talking about here. So. Anyway. You know, we're talking, people are saying that 4K's get pretty much here. And, uh, I think in five years, maybe we'll see 4K finally really being rolled out and the ultra HD, quote-unquote, standardized. Yeah. But, you know, but more realistically, I think in five to six years, we're going to finally see the baseline 1080p, 60 frames per second. That's kind of what you were saying, right, SG? That we're uh, finally going to be there, like that like, nice comfortable spot, maybe 1440. Though, to be fair, 1440 is just the aspect ratio. It's still 1080p in, ter- in terms of, like, pixel depth. It's still effectively the same thing. It's just stretching it out, usually. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing with 4K, if it's not 4K source. But the, um... Yeah, it's... I mean, it's 4K is going to be the next, uh... You know, it's... You remember when, when HD first hit, it was 720p, 1080i. Now, right around now, it's 1080p. Uh, as far as video games, 1080p, 60 frames per second. So, what I, I think what I said was the next generation minimum is going to be 1080p, 60 frames per second. Uh, past that, you know, maybe they'll do like a 2K thing where it's 1440 by, um, what, what is that? 1440 by 900, right? Or something? I forget, I forget what it is. Or maybe they'll do a wider, uh, 20, 21 by 9 or something. I, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, as far as display, I think that the T, I think TVs, the TV market will kind of dictate the resolution, uh, formats. So say if 21 by nine jumps off and everybody's like, yo, 21, I got, I got me a 21 by nine curved flippy flabby TV and everybody's getting it. And, and that's that, that's the jump off. Everybody gets to 21 by nine video game, uh, the, uh, makers, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they're going to be like, well, uh, everybody has this TV. We kind of have to conform to what the standard is becoming. So I, I doubt that'll happen next gen, but maybe two generations from now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what's going to, what it's going to look like. But yeah, I think, I think it'll be that and, uh, you know, the ability to, to, to go back to 16 by nine or just the ability to go from 60 by nine to 21 by nine or whatever else they, they come up with. So I think it'll be more flexible as far as um, the future goes, because you know you got more power and stuff. So it'll be be very interesting. But, yeah, um, you know, I just find it funny because like the the paradigm shift in the gaming industry, at least it used to be that the software developers used to push the hardware market. The software developers will find a way will find ways to get the most out of every platform until they finally hit a wall and they said this is the most we could do with this hardware and then the hardware would come after. Now we got hardware that's being underutilized and the software developers that are kind of like dee 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 
you know, I, and I, I think that's the problem is that we I, I want to see more innovation in the software and the tech outside of just graphics because really I, I I'm not motor I'm not inspired or excited to see you know the next announcement you know I don't know a decade from now uh, URHD ultra realistic high definition that's gonna be the thing it's gonna be like oh look. <laughs> You see this guy's chest hairs, and each chest hair has in individual physics engines controlling the chest hair, and yeah. it, it, it's beads of sweat. Who gives a shit? Like, how are you making the games more immersive and fun? What happened yeah. to fun? Yeah, I mean that's 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 What's the that? thing. <laughs> What's that? That's the thing that um I agree with you because. Like Shadow of Mordor, right? They introduced a new. Uh, I say this all the time. They introduced a new mechanic, which is the Nemesis system or whatever. And that wasn't. I don't know if that was in any game before. Maybe it was in a PC game or something. But I had no idea what what this was. And then I, I experienced it in this game, and I was like, "This is kind of something starting right here. This is something new that isn't prevalent in any other open world game that I've ever played." And it it did take the power of the new consoles to pull it off because they couldn't do it on the old consoles. But something like that uh, improves the 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 not the playability, but the experience for us gamers. So that being said, uh, graphics are important. Of course, you're gonna look at it and say, "Oh, it's pretty." That's the first thing you see is the graphics. Oh yeah. But once you once that luster fades off and you get a little dust on your car, it's like, "Oh, it's not that pretty anymore." I think I need to wash it. You know, then. You know, you look for other stuff. And I think that's that's one of the weaknesses that the PS4 has is that it is reliant on its brute force power and graphics and nothing else. Like they don't really have like the, the back the back or the in infrastructure or the, the backbone, uh like those like the uh, the cloud well, I hate saying the cloud, but the Azure network that uh, Microsoft has. Um uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to actually work the way that they say it. it is. We'll see if uh, Crackdown 3 happens the way that they want it to happen. If that works with all that uh, calculated cloud destruction and stuff, then, yeah. you know, that's, 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 that's more uh, interesting to me because it's like they're trying something new that utilizes uh, sh streaming data. You know, uh, PS, PS now is like, oh, we're streaming games. It's like, I don't want to play PS3 game streaming. Come on, son. I just buy a PS3 for me. You know, <laughs> use that, use that technology that you have for, you know, giving us more, giving us something new yeah. and, uh, just, just, uh, better experiences, you know, not better Preach graphics. It. Preach it. Yeah. I mean, funny. better. It's funny you mentioned the Nemesis system because one of the things we're going to bring up in our next segment. Ooh, ah. So you're, you're, we're on the same wavelength here, SG. That's why I had to get you on here, because when you were talking the last two shows, I was like, all right, we, we need to get him on the soapbox. Yeah, he wanted to give me a break, too, because he's like, yeah, Obi's not going to make this fun at all, so I'm going to bring somebody else on, so thank you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no problem. Oh, Obi. Obi's the way I'm just here to introduce and... And, and, and outro the show. That's all I'm. But doing. Obi, Obi, like half of your face is on the camera, and I'm like you're already trying to like go down an <laughs> elevator. <laughs> yeah, he's like shrinking. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh oh man, no. Slowly, but... just gonna slowly, just gonna go out of sight. Here he goes. Oh. I'm here, guys. What's up? Uh. <laughs> but you know, you know what the problem I see, and graphics are nice, but I. 
Me personally, I'd be fine if the graphics stood where they're at now for the next five to ten years, and they they improved upon other aspects of the games. Because the graphics now are serviceable; they're great. Work on the performance they're, issues. They're they're really good. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. work on netcode. Why are there games at this in this day and age where the matchmaking is terrible? Uh, it can't match you up with people with similar skill, or can't find a match. Period. Or you're getting dropped from a from a from a session. You know, all kind of silliness. You know, um, why are we still dealing with sharding and instancing in games when we have so much power? Why is AI still stupid? Why are worlds in these open world games? Why do they feel so dead? Like the, the NPCs are on a, on a five second loop doing the same thing, uh, walking back and forth and hammering on the table, walking back and forth. Makes, and hammering, it, make, like, makes the code easier though. It it, it <laughs> does, but with all this power we have, you're telling me we can't you put that to use instead of add, adding nipple physics, freaking. Put that seat, that processing power somewhere else where it actually enhances the experience. Well, what? Yeah. Why can't there's, we have nipple physics and all that other stuff? You can't take never out. Gonna, the... <laughs> See, Cam, Cam in the chat. There's agree. never gonna. There's never gonna be a time where graphics cards are gonna get so good that they're going to say that. Uh, well, you should uh, get a different game because the graphics aren't. They don't need to turn the graphics up like that much. I mean, there's never a time where I mean you can get the um, what what was there right now? There's uh, for AMD. There's the R9 280, and then or the 290, and then actually there's a 300 series now. And then for GTX, there's the 980 Ti. You know, they're they're always going to have better graphics cards. We don't need the games to have the best graphics because then most people can't even play those new games because their graphics cards too bad. Let alone the the huge, you know, you know what I mean. Like yep. they're gonna keep raising the bar and saying you have to have this graphics card for it when, when they could have just left it at the yeah the nine eighty Ti. Now you have to have a ten twenty graphics card. Yeah, and, and it's and it's not a real, it's not an actual barrier. It's a it's a forced barrier. There's nothing right. that that's keeping the developers from being able to accommodate more platform. It's just. You know, the, the the software developers are getting kickbacks from the hardware developers. Hey, use our framework. You know, we'll give you this residual, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, they have kind of deals like that, and they jerk each other off. It's, it's yeah. bullshit. Before, well, I mean, uh, you know, it wasn't like that before. A, a lot of it is also like, like you said, that the hardware, uh, the graphics card manufacturers, they they'll they'll go to a dev and then be like, yo, uh, do this and that and the third, show off show off the power of our new card, you know, and then yep. they make the deal. So, yep. you know, they, they're 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 washing each other's hand in that respect, but that's 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 messing up the the timeline for the consoles. And so, what's happening now is that. There's a lot of there's a lot of graphics happening on the PC side. They they're jumping ahead faster than I guess Moore's law uh, uh, dictated before. What was it, eighteen months? Uh, double the the power or something like that. And so you know, last generation on on the consoles was ten years. That's not going to happen this time. If 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 Sony waits ten years to put out the PS5, they're going to be in trouble because. Uh, Nintendo's coming out probably next year with the NX, which is going to be comparable to what we have now. And I, I say Microsoft's going to jump, uh, realistically, probably 2019. Probably. Because 2018 seems a little too. Yeah, early. I figure, I, well, I figure, um, with Microsoft, 
Um, they're going to try to jump on something, keep the, the PC Microsoft thing going, and then actually try to probably upgrade to a console that can easier, easier, easily, your, <laughs> it's more easy to connect to PCs. Right. And five or six years. Yeah. I, I think like the, maybe less than that, like five years. I think they're going to jump up and say, we need to do a new console because we're pushing this PC thing. We need to do something that's going to easily connect to the PC user yeah. or vice versa. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think they're they're definitely going to slowly merge the two platforms that they're kind of uh, you. My 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 dream, not not dream, but uh, my vision would be like one one disc or one uh, app or one pro, one game would work on PC or whatever Xbox is in the future. So you don't have to buy a separate box to play this version. It doesn't make sense because Windows 10 is Microsoft. Xbox One is Windows 10 is Microsoft. Why are there two different SKUs for games for the same game? It doesn't make sense. So, Yeah. Or at least, you know, make cross-platform across all the, the, the consoles, you know, and let people choose which experience they prefer, like the controller they like, the, the UI, you know, there's still those diff- those things that differentiate them. Why separate the community? Why, you know, because strong-arming it so someone say, oh, well, if you want to play with your friends, you got to buy that console and buy another copy of the game. That's stupid. Yeah. You know, because I'm not doing that. I add PC and an Xbox One, that's more than I can handle. If I add a Wii U or a, a PS4 to that, I, 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 my brain would implode. It's crazy. Well, the problem, I mean, that's... I mean that's that's a dream that I don't think it's gonna happen because uh, Sony and Nintendo are in they are separated by the fact that they don't have PC a PC platform to join with. You know, Microsoft was smart to to do the Windows 10 uh, uh, integration with the console. You know, so that it, they're talking to each other. This is it's the same kernel, I guess. Uh, so they have that option. They can do that, but Sony can't really do. I mean, they could. Uh, I mean, they could maybe go with Linux on a PC or something. But it's still kind of not the same. It's not Sony's UI. It's not Sony's and yet OS. Rocket League, and yet Rocket League is cross-platform, which boggles my right. mind. Like, like PC, You would think it's a no-brainer for PCs and Xbox One to talk with each other, but you have That's- to. You have to be on Windows Ten. I think they could have played it out a whole different way. You know what I mean? Well, I don't understand why they could have done the, it in the back end. That was the easiest way to do it, though. Is to say, okay, the new version of Windows is out. Did they need to refine Windows for PC better? Like, with, with integrating uh, other things? Like, I know I've never had a problem with Windows 10, and I'm still going strong. But, like, people like Morg, I know uh, uh, Black Dragon, um, uh, you know, Dragon, uh, he was having issues with it. He reverted back to 8.1. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that actually reverted back, but it was, it's the easiest way to do anything is just make that new update. All right, guys, everybody gets it for free, and then we're going to be able to do this. And then they have to pay for it, though. That's the trick. They get it for free for now. <laughs> I don't have to pay for it. Well, Where are they going to take the money out of? I mean, technically, yeah, well... That's, not, that's for Technically, the, the, the terms of service stated that all I had to do is have Windows 8.1 to be involved in it. Yeah. To have it. Can't just take it back. 
I mean, they're going to lose so many. If people, they make people pay for it, and how much that thing costs? Windows uh, 10 costs 300 and some odd dollars, dude. Yeah, but you, you'd have to get, like, an upgrade license. That's is different for you. If you buy it brand new, 300, like, $300 would be for someone with brand new computer, nothing out but, there. But you know what I mean? Like, that's expensive. I mean, they, even if they I'll had an upgrade price, I, I'm, I'm not going to pay the upgrade. If they want me to upgrade, then I'll just stop playing Gigantic. I'll stop playing... Any other shit that causes Windows 10. Guess I won't be playing with Xbox players anymore. I'm not going to buy that shit when it should be free, especially as shitty as it is. Yeah. I've yeah. never had a, a a big issue to where I've had to wipe my computer or do anything like that with Windows 10. Yeah, I think I think they're taking a cue from, like, Apple. Uh, they just, you know, give you updates and stuff, even though they might not be the best, but... Uh... You know. I've been I've been looking at every single update lately that has been coming. You know, and there's a few. There, you know, fixing little things, hot fixes, and stuff like that to make the experience better. Um, I've been looking at every single, even the optional ones, and the optional ones are good to have, especially if you like. There's optional uh, updates for your video cards. One for for um, GeForce or I don't remember what, or Nvidia, and then one for AMD, and then one for you know, they have updates for all of them, which is really, really awesome. But, and everything's working great, so. I don't Eventually, I'll install on a separate partition, but I refuse to be forced. Just the principle of it. I'm stubborn. Dude, let me tell you. I have three computers, four computers in this room. And I, I bought a new computer for last year, whatever, and specifically to put Windows 10 on it because I was like, I'm not, I have like my program set on my, got my music on this computer and I got my, I got my, my art on this computer and then the other computers is garbage. So I'm like, I'm not messing with that because it works. I'm, I'm not going to fix it because it's not broke. So I was like, let me get another one. I'm not even using that computer for anything. And I, I put it on there and every time I turn it on and I'm like, it just feels, I know it's dumb, but it feels good. I turn it on and I log in, and I'm like, ah, it's just, it. I don't know what's. It's the fonts, it's the, the square boxes with the colors. I don't know what it is, but I guess using Windows Seven, then, uh, well, Windows um, XP to Seven uh, for so long, you get you kind of get used to Seven because I'm I'm right here I'm, I'm on Seven, and then going to t- going from eight point one, eight point one was actually pretty good. Uh, but yeah. whatever, for whatever reason, people didn't like it. I love uh, it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked the, the whole, uh, tile screen and stuff. It was, it was pretty good. But I think the people just don't like change. And so, you know, there's like, this is too weird and, and crazy. I don't understand. And it, it was, it's really was made for touch screens more so than just, you know, mouse and keyboard, but it's, it still works. It's functionality still there, but it just, it's, it, I like it. It feels good. Windows 10 is, is dope. It's just a matter of the legacy program. Some of the old stuff that I have might not work as well and stuff like that. So it's a matter of getting drivers or just newer versions of uh, old stuff that I use or just getting new stuff. But yeah, man, it's, it's the, just OB. Just, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> good. Good. Put it on there and do it. Uh, I'll put it in a partition. I just, I got too many. I have my stuff set the way I want it. I don't want to have to mess with. I just finished re- rebuilding my computer from scratch and migrating all my data. I don't want to do that again. It's a pain in the ass. But I get, I get it. I, you know. But you know, I'll put in a partition where it's safe, and then I'll just use it for the stuff where you need to, like the Xbox. Somebody's, in, somebody's in the waiting for you, waiting room for you, sir. I know. I put I put them in there. I got, we're gonna bring them in a little bit. But uh, 
Yeah, but the main, to me, the problem with video games right now, the way that it, things have become, is that people have become, the gamers have become apologetic. Now we're, you know, even a journalist, we look at a game and we're like, oh, it's visually striking. Oh, such a great story. But it's like no one even mentions, like, is it fun? Like, it drives me crazy. I read this thing and it's like talking about existentialism and Taoism and freaking uh, the, the texture of peanut butter and jelly on certain breads, whether it's the seven grain or multi grain. I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with? The fun experience, like, is the game good? Is it fun to play? Well, is it worth coming back to again and again? That's what I want to know. And, and, and uh, it drives me batty. Like, if it's a, it's like they're talking about movies. Like, oh, it had great explosions and lens flare, particle effects and practical effects and CGI. Like, terrific. Was it fun? That's, I think, the biggest problem. And, again, I keep going back to, you know, BFT mentioned in the chat, the netcode thing. You know, like there's still really bad netcode out there, and and there's people that got that down pat, and they retool. A lot of companies retooling their netcode on games. I mean, Jesus, it's crazy. Uh, SG mentioned the Nemesis system, and that kind of ties into like the big one of the biggest areas I think we can innovate in, which is AI. I know people are scared of Skynet, but like you play these games, and so many of the NPC interactions are limited. You know, and it's and you know if you have a, a, a AI controlled uh, partner, it's all you know everything's just binary decisions. Like, do I fart or do I not fart? <laughs> do I live or do I die? Yeah, I think I think that might. I mean, you know, Nemesis system aside, like a like imagine having an AI like like all these AIs that we see in the movies or whatever. But it's a game. Like kinda like what Seaman back for the back on the Dreamcast was. <laughs> yeah, or tried to be. I know I said Seaman. 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 Uh but <laughs> what that game tried to be. Um but actually, you know, more uh more deep, more intelligent, more of a, a AI that we want to be, like the future AI that we we dream of. Imagine that being part of, imagine just that first off, you know, now how can uh, programmers and game creators uh, implement that into any game? Like, you know, if you have an RPG, it would be awesome. If in a sports games, you use AI players, be awesome. You know, I mean, they would be used for certain different things, but. Go ahead. No, I, I, well, even, that was even down to the even down to the first person shooters like Counter Strike or when you're playing against AI. Mm-hmm. If we could have an AI that actually is not like super super like globally lead or anything, but like learns like learns from you, kind of like if you go to a certain spot and you just camp there every single time, the AI is going to start checking that corner. Right. You know what I mean? They kind of know where you're playing at, so then it forces you to have to change up, get better, or die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Essentially. And what I like mean, about the Nemesis system is that it, it, it basically spawns in enemies randomly, but based upon your, your play, gameplay habits, right? So, like, it adapts to you and forces you to adapt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Nemesis system, I think, is the first step in a larger kind of AI uh, genre. I don't know. I don't know if they would even consider a, a separate genre if they go deep into it where it's a... Uh, you know, a uh, 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 NPC that's that's thinking and and reacting and, and having a conversation like you're talking to your console and it's talking back to you. You're not like you know selecting 
out of three choices, you're just speaking naturally and, you know, things are happening. I mean, this is crazy future, future talk, but still, that's something that will happen eventually. Uh, it's just a matter of when and how it's, it's used, implemented in, in games. So yeah, the future. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of places to improve. I just feel like the the graphics are just an easy opportunity. So it's like, oh, let's just dress up the same. The same. This is still a turd, but it's a prettier turd. It's like, okay, thanks. Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I think that's one of the problems I have is that that's the that's the barometer and the gauge of how good your product is or how good your system is is how many P's and like you said, um, you know, the whole uh, 1080p war and stuff like that and. And that's fine uh, to a certain extent, but you know, there's going to be a point where we're going to have to move uh, in a different direction than just, you know, just graphics and graphics. And the thing is, is that people don't realize that the Xbox One has a has a better CPU than a PS4, but the PS4 has a better GPU than the Xbox One. So I don't know if that's why the Xbox One is doing more cloud stuff or is able to. I doubt it, but I'm just, you know, it's just kind of, kind of funny and nobody really talks about that. It's just about the graphics. Oh yeah. Whatever. We don't talk about that, dude. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. You know, the last thing that I I think would be great is like, again, when we talk about immersion, I, I think so many of these open world games and the MMOs, they feel mostly dead. It's like so much empty space, cause obviously for performance reasons, but you know, if they shifted some of that processing power to again to having the the world come alive, that that'd be great. I want to feel like, you know, that you don't need virtual reality for that. You just need a world that makes you appreciate every little aspect. You notice uh, a frog hopping along and he eats a fly, and then you walk up to it and then it talks to you. You know, ra- you know, random little things you you pick up on rather than going through all, right. all this. Baron. So Yogi wants a game that you need the actual real life graphics in. Okay. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking. That's three thousand dollar game right there, sir. Stop it. <laughs> but anyway, one uh, low fee for three thousand dollars. Let, let's pull Cam's in here. Let's pull Cam in. No, he's we'll not. Get our he's next, gone. Not brought him in. Here you go. And we'll you, get out. You our kicked next, his ass out. No, he. he I think he's getting disconnected. You there, Cam? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? Uh, we're doing a podcast. How about you? I'm I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, I missed last week. A lot of going on, man. Rub. Uh, before we, I know we're uh, getting close to that time, but we got enough time to do a little bit of our feature discussion. Probably pick up, pick it up next week. But uh, we got some iTunes reviews in the UK. Oh snap! I I, I had to, to in order to find them. The easiest way to do it is I had to reinstall iTunes. Switch my region. I had to check each individual market by like just one by one. That's stupid. Apple supposedly the the ones that make the most user friendly stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sucks that's, to be you, bro. That's not intuitive. But anyway, Andy Urquhart uh, wrote, "Great show, guys. Playful banter with real in depth knowledge of games and everything else under the sun. The best way to be educated on games is while laughing. Tune in every week." Keep up damn the great right. work, guys. Like, damn, we're educating people. I didn't even know we were doing that. Robbie Wheat, a.k.a. Nobodies, he says, Love the show. A great, friendly podcast that will have you in stitches. Nice. What? Okay, what's <laughs> the next one? We also uh, 
as according to iTunes, the most popular episodes we've had this week. Episode 105, The Old, The New, The Bold, The Poo. Episode that's a good one. 102, you like that one? Yeah, that's a good one. Episode 102, Thanksgiving Special. <laughs> Episode 43, Walker Stalker Con Countdown with Sean Freeman and Jason Brandt, the author. I need to uh, check out the Sunday Dose for that, too, what uh, my numbers are. I'll check, I'll check your numbers soon, bro. Uh, episode 40, Destiny, Gamergate, and Anti-Social Media. Oh, that was also the one we talked about Microsoft Mo- uh, Mojang acquisition. So those are the oh, biggest ones. Yeah. We also that was had... a pretty good discussion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little crazy. But uh, the, the, all, you know, the All Games Top 5, we had a few cool shows you may know of. Uh, Tyron Wimey Tea Time, episode 44, was at number 3. That's the one where we talked about Jessica Jones versus One Punch Man. <laughs> <laughs> the similarities, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> of course, you're talking about a chick. Uh, and then Hell's Kitchen Cats was number one. The New 42, uh, <laughs> talking about Halo. And R9 Cast was the yeah. topic of why everyone was is wrong about the Nintendo NX. <laughs> and number five, Dead Pixel Live Power Rankings for uh, January 21st. I'm go. pretty happy I was on one of those shows. Yeah, there you go. See that? When people interact, we do we do better. People don't want to listen to OB and me all day long, all night long. <laughs> all night long. All night. I love that song. Lana <laughs> Richie. That's gonna be stuck in my head. Thanks, OB. And I want to have that view. I'm gonna go on Spotify tonight and finish my beer and listen to some old Lana Richie. <laughs> oh man, that's a good song, man. Um, so our feature discussion for tonight, and again, we probably won't get through to all of this, but we're gonna talk about some of the games. That made an impact, at least to us here in the chat. Um, you know, and, and, and this is inspired by, you know, R9 cast, you know, SG was talking about there. And also, Gaming History 101, they do like a yearly, or every so often, really, they do uh, greatest games of all time. Everybody shares their favorite games of all time. And I, to me, like, you, these games, personally, are games that have impact, that innovate, that push the industry forward. You know, and that's, that's the kind of things that excite me. Um, games that uh, Game History 101 uh, highlighted this uh, last episode were Half-Life 2, Last of Us, Mass Effect, stuff like that. You know, pretty pretty safe choices. Um, I'm going to start off with something very recent before I go old school on you guys. I talked about this, I talked about this earlier with SG. I'm going to say games that I feel is going to have a good impact if they deliver on it. And it's had an impact on me so far. It's Tom Clancy's The Division. Oh, he's already shaking his head. He did not know what I wanted to say. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Hey, a lot anything. of those games are underrated, man. Those Tom Clancy games are really underrated. They are. No, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get, I love Tom Clancy. I've played every... I've been t- playing Tom Clancy since PS1. Damn. Like, I've been playing since near the beginning. I know it wasn't the beginning. I know he was out before that, but near the beginning. I love my Tom Clancy games. It's just... There's so many I want to get. Like, there's like I don't go play Ghost Recon anymore because nobody else plays it. I'm one of those players that, <laughs> and those gamers that I'd like to play with other people. Yeah. Even like even when I'm on the farm server, like I mean I can get on there and play by myself. But like I enjoy it when there's <laughs> no seriously. Like I can, I, I I enjoy it when there's somebody else that actually wants to play the game with me. You know I know the divisions, the siege. You know all this other these other games that are coming out. People are playing them, 
It just so happens to be it's at the, the time where I've allotted myself three games this year that I'm definitely going to get, and then maybe more. And those three games aren't Tom Glancy's division isn't one of them. So yeah, I'm in the same boat, Ob. I try to stick to three to five major releases a year. That's about all I have time to really dedicate to, and I, so I want a game that I'm going to play the crap out of, and that hopefully other people will play too. And the reason the, the division excites me, all right, so. The, the 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 silly part is, you know, they really did a good job of recreating New York City. I spent most of my life in New York City, and they, they I'm I'm walking through the streets. I'm like, this looks pretty close to what it was, you know. So they got it on point. And at, people saying that the game looks terrible or terrible on Xbox One. I know what it's seeing. I think it looks beautiful, and not so much the resolution. I give two shits about that. It's the amount of detail and how you're just walking slowly and you really shouldn't be just in, admiring the scenery at times, but you you can't help yourself. Like you're watching a looking at a poster, you're looking at snow falling, you, you see the the ripples in the in the puddle of water, and it's just it's it's breathtaking. Like it's the kind you of world. Gun to your head and boom. Yeah, that too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know the thing is it. it we talk about immersion. This is a world that I wanna get lost in, and the only thing I, problem I have is Ubisoft is underselling the game by not uh, making that much of the game available in the beta. They did the same thing with the alpha because will, there's so I will much. I play it if I can get in the beta. Yeah, but it's just should. it's just like it's just like it's just like um, Black Ops Three when I played that with you. Like that's that's as probably as far as I'm going is the beta. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to say it unless it, until it goes on sale. Like Siege, I'm definitely going to get it. Star Wars Battlefront, I'm definitely going to get it. I just don't want to spend sixty dollars a pop for it. See, I got Siege on on Xbox and PC, so we can play together. I really buy my games brand new, anyways. I always wait until they get all the bugs and issues worked out and versions come out. Or and the problem with doing that, and I found it because this, that's how I that's how I play video games. That's how I buy them. But the problem with doing that that I've seen over the last few years is by the time it goes down and it's like, okay, hey, it's $25. I'm, I'm willing to spend that. So like you're late to the party. People, people aren't playing it anymore. They're like, yeah, you're, you're only you're level to the one? Party. I'm like a level 160,000. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like going to a late party, you know, and instead of getting fucked up with everybody, you know, you're there. You you're get so there late. shit and everybody else is drunk as hell. Yeah, good, exactly. And good it's like, news. I have good news <laughs> for you guys. I got good news for you guys. They already thought about that. They anticipated that. The way it works is that they have brackets for the PC. People literally of your of your gear level, your skill level. And for the PvE, everybody could join together. Okay, OP, stop it. Listen, but th- this is what's exciting because what's exciting to me is that I had... You know, I, 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 I really, like you said, I, I really enjoyed Destiny at first, and then I realized how shallow it was. I think this could be the Destiny, the game that Destiny should have been. You know, as far as, like, that, that shooter with the loot fest, you know, that real PvE experience, you know. Oh, Obi, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it, Obi. Anyway, I'm excited. About. I'm excited about the things that this game, if they deliver on it, I think it'll push the industry in a good direction. Because people that ne- weren't even big on Tom Clancy are watching this game. And they're like, what's this about? It's intriguing. And it's getting conversations going. And 
It's it's a world that you'll really enjoy. Like, dude, the amazing the amazing thing is I'm playing the game, right? And I'm I look at the map and I can see Major Nelson is right down the street. I walk up to Major Nelson, I see his character walking around. I can see all my friends walking around the world, I, and they're on the map. I can That's jump, tight. Yeah, I could jump into anyone's group, or they could jump to my group unless they set the privacy up. And it's just that's amazing. It's just that's so pretty amazing. innovative. That's pretty innovative. The, yeah, exactly. Like the world feels so alive, and I'm like, why aren't more people doing it? It's just a simple thing. Yeah, that's what Destiny's lacking. Yeah, cause you know, and again, Destiny is a great game. Like, like people say, like the guns handle really well, and they do. Uh, they they got the guns down pat on there. But when you look at it, it's like there's not much there, and there's potential for for this game to make to to have a lot of depth. So we'll see. I mean, sadly, they really there's a there's a wall there they put on the beta. They they only let you go so far with the main story. What cla- features what, what, are cut off too? What what Clancy game is this again? So this is uh the D- D- division. Oh, division. Okay, okay. It's basically an MMO open world sh- shooter. I guess you could say it's got like RPG mechanics in there. If you want to say. It's a dystopian future, uh, post-apocalyptic future kind of type of thing. Like Fallout type stuff? Yeah, or? it's like if Fallout and Rainbow Six had a baby, maybe. Or Ghost Recon. Yeah, that's what I would say, yeah. Definitely had first that. Person, first person shooter elements with role-playing elements. Nice. But this, is, this is actually uh, third person, so it's like that over-the-shoulder oh, kind third, of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which actually, I don't mind. I kind of like it, actually. You get to see a character, like, if you outfit them with different stuff, you get to see what they're wearing. I like that. And it works here because it's a cover-based system. It's got a little bit of a Gears of War flavor in there, too. You know? One so. game, what, I think one game, like a first-person shooter in that kind of sense, is uh, one, one of my favorite franchises is uh, Red Faction. Mm, that's another underrated one. It is, yeah. Even the first one that came on the PS2, it, it actually established the first real-time, like, uh, Damage to structural buildings and stuff like that with gunfire. Like it had like real, you know, bullet effects like in the walls, bullet holes, and destruction of environments and stuff like that. And pretty cool for a PS2 game. Yeah, that game was was ahead of its time. I'll give it that. Yeah, it's kind of an underdog series too. But um, but yeah, I have high hopes for the division. And again, these are all games that we're kind of talking about that uh, we feel like ha- people could borrow from their playbook. And we'd like to see more stuff like it, or, or reiterations, or built up something built upon these concepts. Um, I want to. Do they? Sorry, do they have any uh, tie-ins with like their uh, Tom Clancy's books or anything like that? These games. I don't know if the Division got... does, because I know Ghost Recon and Rainbow Six does. I'm not sure about the Division. I'm sure it has to be. That has to be tied into to the books. It has to be, but I I, I haven't kept up with Tom Clancy like that on the book side. But it sounds like something straight out of a book or a movie. Like, you know, a virus breaks out, you know, parts of New York City are quarantined, madness ensues, you know. <laughs> Obi, everybody's saying how fu- it's funny how you're so short today. <laughs> <laughs> he gets shorter and shorter like, as time passes on. Um, I'm just kind of settling into my chair, dude. I'm just kind of chilling. <laughs> you're, you're at eye level, man. <laughs> So Obi, <laughs> this next pick, actually, I want to ask, I want to ask, this next pick for Obi too, but I want to ask S- SG and Cam, you guys into Dungeon Crawlers? Yeah. Like, um, 
Well, the uh, Shimagami Tensei series, those are kind of dungeon crawlers, I guess. They and the uh, actually the uh, Persona games are dungeon crawlers. Um, I'm into those ones. So. All right, all right. So, so you know, this is a, a, a somewhat recent. It, well, it's a game that came back to light once it came to console. It's Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. Oh yeah, that game was pretty cool. We gotta, we gotta. We gotta play this. Whoever has an Xbox One, or I have it on PC too. We can play it either way. This game, revisiting this game on Xbox One, you know, I play this and I and I, and I love Diablo Three. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like they went backwards with Diablo Three. Like, well, one of the things that was great about Diablo Three, Diablo Two was probably the peak. You had f- full customization. Everybody played their characters different. You know, you had different classes, but everybody played it a little different. Changes. You know, they played the skill tree differently, and then the loot was unique. And, you know, one thing Diablo does really well is the loot system, right? And that game was played for, like, ten years, wasn't it? Yeah, people still playing Diablo 2. Yeah, yeah, that game's still tight, dude. People still playing Diablo 2 expansion. But Diablo 3 is, like, they put it on rails and got rid of, like, the freedom to make your character yours. Like, it's just, you level up, and then they automatically develop your skills. And they think, eh. But Van Helsing... Like, you could customize your companion, you have a bunch of skill trees, you got perks, you got uh, auras that uh, just be- benefit you, your companions, and all your your friends that are in your party. You got enchanting, you can enchant your weapon. Every item you get p- can pretty much be enchanted with extra uh, bonuses. They got epic boss battles. They have this thing called ink walks, where you find, like, this these weird anomalies that are have, like, uh, magical moving ink that glows and if you touch it you get sent to another world and it leads to like these crazy encounters like boss battles like, kind of like the the cow level in diablo 2 there's so many great things in here and and then you know when i look at games like van helsing and torchlight 2 you know like they have s- simple little things like being able to send your companion or your pet back to town to do your shopping for you so you can stay in the action and it gets rid of some of the mundane stuff like traveling f- back to town waiting for the load times and then you know, unloading stuff or buying potions. You know, it gets rid of some of the mundane stuff, so you're just enjoying yourself and getting lost in the experience. You know, this is the kind of stuff that excites me. And, and it, you know what? Another good thing is, how many, like, two-player or four-player co-op experiences do you see that off, you know, period, but especially that offer this level of customization and depth, you know? That's what's refreshing about it. I mean, am I crazy here, you know? Someone, some, someone chime in. No, I feel you, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, the uh, Diablo 2, I mean, I have like three or four other older cousins, uh, generation above, above me. They still play that game, man. I don't know why, and, I, and when I got Diablo 3, I was like, I'm going to play it, and I still have it, and I got the whole, uh, ex- you know, the whole uh, set, Diablo 1, 2, and 3, but I never got around to playing it, man, just on the time. <laughs> Well, you know, Van Helsing, I think Curious, it's still might free, be free on uh, Xbox One. I have to double check. It's, if it is, snatch it up. I mean, if you get Xbox Live, just get these games. Like, Even if you can't get out to your console, go on XboxLive.com, log into your account, download your 360 free games, your Xbox One free games. Even if you have a free Xbox One yet, you can still add them to your account. And when you do get an Xbox One, you have all these games waiting for you. Just add them to your library. Get those licenses. Yeah, there's so many good games, uh, but Van Helsing is is one of those things that yeah, it, it's a dope game, and people are sleeping on it. So the Van 
the Van Helsing's that play off the old Hollywood monsters theme. Yeah, the the Universal monsters. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah, my bad. Universal monsters, you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, uh, swamp, uh, swamp creature, whatever. Mummy, yeah. Invisible Man. Yeah, it's a fun universe, dude. That and like the dialogue in that game, like the dialogue. You know, a lot of games when they have dialogue, I just skip through them, especially in MMOs. But I'm actually stopping to like people. I'm playing with people online. And they're getting annoyed because I'm actually stopping to listen to the and read the dialogue because I'm actually enjoying it. Like uh, your your companion will will say things contextually. That she'll respond to different contextual things and change and change the behavior. Like there's like a, a, a sense of freedom. Like if you hit things up in a certain order, like there was a quest where you find a ghost and it's a wandering spirit. And if you had encountered his dead body beforehand. How you act when you encounter his the ghost is different from what, what otherwise. Like it's little nuances like that. And it's like wow, this is like they've really thought about all these different paths people could take. It's it's, it's crazy. Like there's so much polish in this game that I and then and yet no one's really talking about it. I know uh, Fred Rowe has actually uh, reviewed it over in uh, Gaming History 101, I believe, or was, no the B team, the B team reviewed it for the B team. So make sure you check it out. But Van Helsing, I think, is. Like, I, I want to see more stuff like this where it's, like, that full customization where you make that experience yours. And I could be overwhelming for some, but if you like that... Is that, that a PC, is that a PC game or a console game? PC and Xbox One. I don't know if it's on PlayStation 4. Probably is. Yeah. Yeah, I downloaded it, and I, I played, like, 10 minutes, and I was like, uh, I think it was tired, so I stopped playing. I got to go back to it and, and dig into it. But Dude, it, SG sorry. this weekend, let's play together, me and you. Let's play. We can stream. We can. You can stream on your channel. <laughs> I'll stream. It'll be a, it'll be a party, bro. Be so many streams. Yeah, all we'll, over the place. We'll break the internet, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. That'll that'll work. We that do. game is more fun with friends. Trust me. Because mm. when you're by like, yourself, like gems of war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, more more so than that because. With uh, Van Helsing, if you're by yourself, usually you have to kite the enemies, and mm-hmm. so that you know you like attack them, like run, attack, run, attack. But if yeah. you have a friend to help you out, you can pull the aggro, and 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 someone could you know make the enemies chase them while someone else throws out the DPS and do it off like that. Otherwise, it gets a little silly. You're running around like ninety percent of the time. Yeah, that's like what a- I did with the the ghost lady girl. I was like, she's a spirit, and I had her go and. Like do a melee, and I was sitting back range, and I was just like, "Yeah, you go." So she was pulling aggro while I was blasting fools. Yep, I got to do it. Um, I'm gonna go to some Sega joints here. Sega, you re- you re- Sega. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got what, like, uh, we got like ten minutes or so. Fifteen. Hey, spit some, spit some Sega down, dude. What's up? Yeah, because I was gonna mention Mass Effect, but I think Mass Effect, everybody knows that. Whether you, whether you love the original or not, the thing is, it was a game changer. Uh, I know some people rag on Max, original Mass Effect because it's like it's not really an action game. It's you roll the dice and maybe you hit people. Yeah, it's more RPG than it is action. But I, I, I might be an ignorant one here, but wasn't the first Mass Effect game on the N sixty four? No, imagine laugh, though. laugh it up. I mean, imagine, <laughs> imagine that'd be that'd be crazy. I mean, even when Mass Effect released, it w- it felt like it was well ahead of its time. Like, 
the fact that even New York Times wrote an article on it tells you something, you know. But it's, the series had a huge impact on the industry. And it's not just because it's sci-fi. There's just something about that game that just sucks you into that world and, and makes you attached to those characters. So when you go into Mass Effect 2 and they talk about a suicide mission, I'm like, oh, hell no. No one's dying on my crew. Fuck you. No. <laughs> so Yeah, the, the second one was definitely uh, definitely a, a super improvement. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's a, the different, it's a different experience. I, I love yeah. the original Mass Effect, but Mass Effect 2 is definitely probably like, it's probably the best of the series, though I did well, like the multiplayer in three. The, the the fan base on it, though, I I worked with this girl for like almost a year, and every day she would just talk about how she playing that game. Every day, just talking about it, and like most people wouldn't even like. Okay, we, we're not playing Mass Effect, but we we listened to her. She was so enthusiastic about it. I was like, damn, I have to get this game. I've been wanting to get it and try it out, but fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an experience that I don't know. I, I can't think of anything I, I can compare it to. Uh, like not, not right now. Like I probably have to give it some thought before I can give it a, a just comparison. But it, it, it's it's something special. You gotta experience at least one of the games to really know why why people get so excited about it. So I got a few Sega releases that I want to mention that I feel had a huge impact on the industry. Or at least me. And I think or I would like to see something more like these games. Uh, so we got Guardian Heroes, Panzer Dragoon Saga. Oh, Panzer Dragoons, yeah. And, and Dragon Force. You guys know? <laughs> All right. Did you say Panda and Crab Dragoons? Ooh. What? Crab Dragoons sound good, bro. You got some? You ordered what about, what, what about Dragon Quest? Sega. <laughs> <laughs> they got a new one coming out. Yeah, that's that, 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 that Nintendo. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Dragon Quest started off as Dragon Warrior, BT Dubs. A lot of people forget about Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior got swept under the rug because Final Fantasy was the one that yeah. got all that attention. But Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Quest has been, that series has been around for a while. But yo. Yeah, but, but big let's, games let's talk, though. Let's talk though. Let's talk about these these three games. Which one of these uh, excites you the most, guys? Guardian Heroes, Panzer Dragoon Saga, Dragon Force. No. The second one you said, Dragon Saga. Okay, you, all right. How about how about you, SG? Um, <laughs> I oh man, I think I had more fun playing Dragon Force because mm. I I just like I kind of like the animation and, and how you get in the battlefield and you're just you know going back and forth and stuff but Panzer Dragoon Saga was such a different type of game it was like what is th- is 3D is a role playing game you're flying around you're a dragon I don't understand what's going on it was crazy it was so it was so just otherworldly and and I don't I don't think I've played anything like that since and I'd never played anything like it before I agree. So, I agree. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to cut you off, but you no, go ahead, go ahead, go you're ahead. making me think. You're making me think, bro. Because <laughs> you said that's exactly what I what I wanted to say. Like I, I haven't seen anything like it before or after. And I always hear people mentioning games like The Last of Us and Life is Strange. And say, man, that story, all oh, those characters. And I play the games, and I see people play them, and I'm like, eh, I don't feel attached. But with Panzer Dragoon Saga, something about 
that game just sucked me in. I mean, I love the series as a whole. The Pentagoon games are fun. But Saga, it's just, it, that, that game sucked me in. And, it's, and it was unique, but not just unique for the sake of being unique, but it was fun. And, I mean, I swear I turned to a bitch playing this game because I'm, like, crying and shit. Like, I'm like, damn... Well, oh, the original one, the original one came out on Sega Saturn, uh, uh, Sega Saturn, didn't it? Yeah, this yep. is, these are actually Dragon Force, Guardian Heroes, the Panzer Goon Saga, all Sega Saturn jump offs. And uh, the funny thing about Panzer Goon Saga, not only was it a limited release in the states, I think only twelve hundred copies or something ridiculous like that were released. Uh, own one, and you'll have a lot of money. Something invested. Uh, I used in to. Game. I used to own it. Mm, I'm like, I did what happened there, but. Yeah. Uh, you know? I seen one. I seen one over here. He almost got uh, divorced for sale for like two hundred dollars, dude. That two hundred dollars yeah. low end, bro. That's the low end. Yeah, that was an unopened copy, but a, a sealed copy of that game, bro. That's a. Well, here's the thing. What's even worse, sadder about this? Like, it even more feels like I'm getting a little choked up to think about it. They lost more the, sadder. They lost more sadder. Yeah. <laughs> more Saturn. I'm getting more Saturn. How about that? I'm getting more Saturn about it. <laughs> the first, the first play, the first PlayStation console. <laughs> no, 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 no. This isn't. They lost the source code for this game, so they can't even remaster it if they wanted to. What? That's, that's a word on the street. I don't know how true that is. Because that's this well, is a situation where I would want to see a remastered game. Like, I, it's like take my money. I mean, Obi, here's the you gotta, thing. Obi, you got to investigate that, man. You gotta yeah. Investigate it. But you know what? I would rather have a remake because the Saturn games weren't the 3D, especially, weren't the best at 3D. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was some jank in that game. I just don't remember because it's so long ago when I played it. But as long as they have the story beats and, and all all the concepts and the concept art and stuff, they can remake that game. Just remake it. Start from scratch. Yeah, Come on, I- Sega. I agree. They can they can remake it from scratch. Like even even if the story isn't exactly like pound for pound the same. What's your remake that, on definition of remake? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's like keep the, keep, keep keep the gameplay and still, you know, keep the gameplay. Oh play. yeah, yeah. A, yeah. re, a reimagining, if you will. No, like, well, I didn't mean that. I mean just like like keep it Panzer Dragon Saga, but you got to start from scratch. I mean. Uh, Assuming that the code is lost, you gotta start from scratch anyway. But you know you're gonna redo all the assets, make it prettier and stuff, stuff like that. So uh, better engine, you know, actual 3D engine. Yeah. Um, you know, and just just keep it all the same. It's just a matter of of because the, keep it, the keeping it real, man. Keeping it real. Yeah, because the the game mechanics were the same throughout all the Panzer. Like even Saga had the same game mechanics. It was just kind of an open. A Metroid type world. I don't call it open world, but it was you know you go to this place and then you go. I I don't remember that game that much. It was it was as open world as you could get back in that era. Yeah, like there was a lot of freedom in there, and you would get lost. Yeah, it did not hold your hand, and there was epic boss battles. But even though it definitely felt like a Pandragoon game, they there was mechanics like that battle system. Where when you're fighting an enemy, you can position, fly your dragon to the front, the sides, or the back of the opponent. And every uh, enemy had different weak areas. And and also, depending where you position yourself, you might be more vulnerable as well. Yeah. And on top of that, your dragon had powers, and your the dragon rider had abilities. Like, that, the battle system in there was crazy. But then it had an aspect 
where you got attached to your dragon because you actually were raising it and teaching it tricks and having conversations with it and bonding with how to, it. How to train your dragon. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, you joke. But it was how to train your, how to train your dragon before that was a thing. Dude, seriously. I know, right? Dude, that, that, oh, man. Dude. You're getting me hyped. I know, I can't, I can't stop saying dude. Dude. It's, dude. It's how to train your dragon. Dude. Dude, dude bro. Dude. Dude, if they made a how you train how to train your dragon saga, you know that that might be all based right. off in that game. That would be tight. Mm-hmm. That would be that could for, work. That would actually be really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like you actually be able to ride your dragon after you actually tame it and train it and all that. When it's first born, yeah. you know, when it's first born, mm-hmm. you gotta change his diapers. You gotta breastfeed it. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers on his own then. But let's be yeah. honest. Everybody will wanna. <laughs> Everybody would want Toothless. They'd be like, Toothless. Mm-hmm. Hey, Toothless. And then no yeah. one else care about other ones. Like, right. right. Unfortunately, guys, we're about out of time. Uh, um, I know we are, but we are, we are going to hit this back next week. So, um, SG, you're welcome back. We'd love to have you back next week. Cam, you too, buddy. Um, final thoughts, Yogi. I know we kind of do this every show on everywhere, but, you know, final thoughts, man. I think we should pick this up next week, and hopefully SG can join us again. We gotta talk about Dragon Force because it's like, yeah three three minutes for your final thoughts, Yogi. Go three ahead. minutes for wow, just for me. Thanks. Yeah. No, but uh, Dragon Force. You talked the longest. If tell us about yourself, <laughs> Dragon Force I, makes me think. Me personally, it makes me think of like Dynasty Warriors, Advanced Tactics, and mixed mm-hmm. in with like your favorite anime. It's just off the wall insanity. You conquer lands, and then the people that you conquer join your army this that's another game again nothing like it i like, like nothing before like it before and or after like that some games could close but not quite like sega standard had a lot of freaking games that were just like out there and were fun is that the same reason you love sg i know we're wrapping it up but yes yes th- is yes, that about yes. right bro yes yes i can sure yes yes for sure so we might have to revisit this topic next yeah week. i might i might have to stop by next week and we can pick it up again yeah, get get lists together, guys. Games that impacted us, and we and that and that we were. I got a lot of that. that. Game that impact us, and uh, that uh, the industry should take note of. Right, those Hell are my yeah! Thoughts. Hell yeah! Come again next week, so then I don't have to do shit again because I'm probably gonna be drunk next week. All right. <laughs> no doubt. Just, I'll come. I get drunk like once a month, maybe not even that. I mean, a couple times a year, but I just feel like it. Obi's <laughs> gonna be drunk next week. Oh, well, it's really funny. What's the occasion? Super Bowl? What's up? Yeah. Uh, I just feel like drinking. <laughs> Gamers, not football. My bad. That's a good reason. True. Yeah. I will give everybody a little final thoughts. Two minutes, SG. Final thoughts on tonight so far. Uh, topic so far. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, Sega. I'm, I'm a Sega fanboy, basically, yeah. uh, from back in the day. So, you know, I'll, I'll get along. <laughs> I have a I have a, a very big old soft spot for for the the blue letters with the white outline. Sega, Sega. I mean, before that, Sega. Before Sonic, I was a Sega fanboy. Yeah. Sega, Sega made me fall in love with video games. Yeah. That's how much of a fanboy I am because. I, I played Pac Man. I played Astro. I played all those old games in arcade, and I was like, "Yay, it's a game." And then I saw Space Harrier, and I was like, 
what is this? My life has changed. And the whole, oh, a whole earth opened up and I saw colors and stuff happened. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what love is. And I was, I was like, I forgot how Man, old I that was. That must have been a good shot you took. Man, it was great. I was at a, I was at like a, a hotel. We were like, we were like traveling down. This is when I lived in New York. We're traveling down to Florida to, uh, go to Disney World or whatever. And we stopped at a hotel. They had a little arcade. That's when they had arcades and hotels. And Space Harrier was there and I played oh, games in love. My God. So, so, yeah. Terminator so, 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Terminator. Cam, what about you, sir? Give us, uh, where they can. Oh, yeah. Hey, SG, where can everybody find you at? Oh, yeah. Uh, R9cast, uh, reservoir9.com slash R9cast. That's the website where the podcast be at, allgames.com. It's there too. Uh, Lord SG is my Instagram, R9cast on Facebook, um, Electron Bandit on YouTube. And also one, one more quick thing. Uh, I'm working on a new game soundtrack. Uh, and I will talk more about it next week. So I have to come back next week. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sam, where can I find? Where can everybody find you at? And your final thoughts for tonight? Oh, me, Cameron. Uh, just under Cameron underscore Tyrone, man. YouTube, Facebook. Sounds good. Guys, if Doing you guys it. had, oh, my bad. Yep, guys. If you had, you guys, your own thoughts about what we've talked about so far, send it in. We're gonna be hitting this up next week, so we do would like some more comments here. And uh, let us know what you think, guys. You guys can leave us a voicemail, 646-801-2149, and we'll respond to those next week during the show. And or if, if you want to, just send us an email and write us. Uh, you guys can text that number, too, by the way. So yes. don't think it's just for voicemails. It's for text messages, too. Get in there again, the number is 646-801-2149, and it's right above our heads. So your, I'm going to flood your personal email. <laughs> not mine, not mine. Um, and you can do, uh, of course, mail at geekyantics.net if you guys want to send us something too. Of course, guys, we want to make sure that you guys remember, of course, Horseplay Live is over. You can listen to or download awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, Player FM, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Please take out a few minutes to favorite, thumbs up, and subscribe to um, help us out. Even better, we love some reviews and comments, which we are getting. Thank you very much. It's quick, it's easy, it really helps us out. You guys have no idea. Huge thanks to all the guys and girls that are promoting our content. Love you guys, love you geeks. It really helps and helps us kind of realize that we just love to do this stuff. You guys like I can, you guys can check out the, the replay on YouTube. That'll be up by tomorrow. And of course, a, uh, excuse me, you know, uh, uh, a highlight of tonight here on Geeky Antics Twitch. But, uh, here at Geeky Antics Network, in collaboration with AllGames.com, or All Games Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we cover with a wide spectrum of topics. We can't possibly plug them all. If you guys want to go check out any of those other shows, you can go to geekyantics.net forward slash schedule. And, of course, you guys can uh, see some of our flagship show over on Twitch profile and our aggregate feed over at geekyantics.net forward slash podcasts. Guys, don't forget the music. It came from um, Technoax.com, Technoax, as Techno with a K, and of course uh, some of the gang members, and like you guys heard Normie in the beginning. Um, you guys want to throw some more bumpers, go ahead, right ahead. We're still, we got a bunch more shows. So guys, if you guys are looking to do this too, if you guys want to do podcasts, you want to stream, you want to write, you want to do anything, we are looking for everything here at geekyantics.net. Just come on and join us, guys. If you got any questions, you guys can join TeamSpeak, you know. So, again, guys, this is Horseplay Live. 
Really appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, of course, special thanks to SG, Cam Dizzle, and of course, the man, Yogi. Word. 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 But guys, this is Horseplay Live. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Now for the music that makes me <laughs> want to go to sleep. We'll <laughs>